fade in on Harbor Vale, a sleepy town in coastal Maine, its residents continually harrowed by an unyielding mist that intrudes from the Atlantic, and, much like the town, veiled by this persistent precipitation, its residents veil secrets of their own. Secrets of an ancestral curse and the desire to embrace it. Secrets of justice, distributed in the shadows. Secrets of newfound duty and a life left behind. Secrets of bestial instinct, clawing its way to the surface. And as we cast our eyes towards these silent secrets, we shall delve even deeper into what truly transpires down by the bay. Hello, and welcome to These Silent Secrets. My name is Zach, and I will be your MC. Where last we left off our terrific teens after school letting out, headed out into whatever the evening had to offer. Isla had a bit of a spooky encounter, Kanan and Jason headed off to their respective homes, and Avery bought some time to make her grandma wait a little longer before going home to have an important conversation. Be advised this episode of These Silent Secrets contains quite a few sequences of blood. As per usual, a big thanks to Chase Greenlee and Ghostlight Media for hosting us, as well as Nicole for scoring this episode. I hope she made it real creepy for you all. And lastly, a big thanks to uh, Doc Adam Vio for getting us slowly but surely caught up on all of our transcripts. If you haven't checked those out yet, you can find the link to those in the description of this here episode. Thank you again, Adam. With all that out of the way, all that is left is the episode. So let us dive in to this episode of These Silent Secrets, Down by the Bay. Fantastic. Hey, hey, Avery. What? <laughs> what's, what's you up to? Um, okay, nothing that exciting, I don't think. Um, but yeah, I think after school, I kind of go out and I kind of sit on like the hood of my car and I'm waiting to watch people come out. I think, yeah, like uh, Xavier uh, Bash, but then I think also Tucker, because Tucker is known, like was around Bash and is known to like hang out with that group, so might mm-hmm. know stuff as well. So any of those three I'm looking out for. Um, You see Xavier uh, come out heading for, for his car. You see Bash. You don't see Tucker, however. Okay. Um, Yeah, I'll go, I'll go up to Xavier. Because he's the awesome. First one, so you I go think. over to 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 Xavier Cipriano. You hear the 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 whick whick of no the car the, that would have happened when he locked the door, right? Yeah. Never mind. You just hear uh, him. He just see him hit a, a button on a remote with no sound effect involved. <laughs> Xavier, hey, do you have a second? Uh, yeah. What's what, what's up? Um, I learned some pretty distressing news earlier that um, there is a rumor going around that I sell drugs out of my office. Oh yeah, I've heard that. I just heard his weed though. You haven't happened to spread it to anyone, have you? I mean, like someone was like, "Hey, do you have a hookup?" And I was like, "I heard that Avery might be selling weed, but like that was about it." I'm gonna need you to stop doing that. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. And not because I'm worried about getting caught. It's because it's decidedly not true. And I have a reputation here at the school that people can come to me when they need advice, not a high. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, cannabis has been proven to you know reduce you know uh, the symptoms of anxiety and stuff. No. Right. Yeah. Sense. But um, with its assistance, my job would be less important uh, and trust me i don't need any help making it feel like my job is less important right now just please stop spreading that around and yeah, tell others uh, that it's not true yeah okay thank you yeah yeah okay yeah that's it have a okay. great day yep um you're in front of my you're in front of my car yeah i'm going oh okay <laughs> and yeah i go away <laughs> Awesome. Are you going anywhere else? Um, by the time I'm probably finished with that conversation, Bash is probably gone, so I'll save him for another day. Um, okay. And yeah, I will. I'll go to fly home, but I do want to make my grandma wait a while, so I'll like f- make a couple laps over Harpervale. Okay. You don't want me to roll snake eyes. All right. So, Kanan. <laughs> <laughs> to me. What are you doing? 
So, Kanan. That's me. That's you. So, you are heading home, yes? Yes. Awesome. So, you're heading home, mm-hmm. and you got some homework to do. Yes. Awesome. You sit down, and you're doing homework for a while when your phone begins to ring. The caller ID reads unknown caller. Weird. Okay. Boop. Hello? Kanan. Hello? Kanan, is that you? I don't... What? I don't Alexandria? Know. You hear a shuffle of the phone. You hear 301 Kellerson and click. Kanan pockets the phone, bounding down the stairs, and are my parents home? Uh, your mom is at this point. I don't think your father is. Mom, I need a ride. Let's go. And I, like, uh, grab the keys off of the hook, and I'm running out to the car. Uh, okay. What's up? And she follows after you. I just, like, toss her the keys. I'm like, 301 Kellerson, let's go. Okay. Jeez. And she gets in and turns on the car. What kind of car does your mom drive? What kind of car does my mom drive? I feel like my mom drives... She doesn't seem like the normal mom-mobile type. No. I feel like she drives, like, one of those first crossover SUVs that came out. Came nice. out. Like a Subaru Crosstrek or something. Oh, shit. Your mom could, would be a Subaru chick. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you get, get in the in the, in, in the Subaru, uh, and uh, you, you take off. <laughs> so, Subaru-woo. <laughs> anyway, so you take off to the address. It appears to be a pretty run down like warehouse like near like the docks mm-hmm. unassuming no light nothing really coming from inside while we're on our way there um i so just to clarify i did for sure recognize that as alexandria's voice you right? uh, yes. okay uh kanan is going to roll to keep their cool totally fair um that. also for your edification <clears throat> you did not recognize the other voice Okay, that, that was going to be my next question. It is not one that you have heard. Okay. And roll to keep my cool. That's cold, I believe. Boy, fail. You, Your shit is not good. <clears throat> your shit is not cool at all. You, I think this translates less like you're, free, like you're freaked out and you're, like, you're full Rambo. Like you're not yeah. thinking about what you're doing. All there is is getting this done. Yeah. While we're um, driving there, I'm freaking out and I'm also like mad as shit and as we pull up to this place I'm gonna turn to my mom and speaking to my mom like I've never spoken to her before I'm just like hey some shit is gonna go down and I need you to back me up because whoever's in there is getting fucked up and then I step out of the car I don't think I've ever been more proud of you and she gets out of the car <laughs> that is amazing <clears throat> and she she gets out of the car like as she's getting out she's like fucking stretching like she's like you should really limber up, kid. All right, let's go. And I, I kind of still take her advice, but I'm, like, running forward, but doing, like, the arm behind the shoulder nice. thing. So are you going to tell me what the hell is happening, or are we just kind of going for it? The the girl that I was going on a date with this Saturday, I got a call. There was an unknown number. I don't know who it was from. I answered the phone. It was Alexandria on the phone. At least I'm pretty sure it was her, but I'm not sure. So I think it was her, but then someone, another voice came on the line and they just told me this address. And so this one, I came and got you and I told you we had to go. So let's go. That's a lot of words really fast. All right, let's go, kid. And is there just like a door or like? Yeah, no, you um, sort of make your way around. Like, you know, there's like the, the big sort of like sliding doors. One of them mm-hmm. is cracked just enough to kind of get through. Okay. Um, and just one arm. Boom. Oh, you, you throw that shit. I'm not going to make you roll anything for it. You just fucking. <clears throat> there's a the, uh, the the warehouse itself echoes just. Gah, 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 gah. <laughs> and your first steps in, you're not seeing anything. It's a big building. You've got mm-hmm. some ground to cover, probably. So what are you doing? When I get in, I'm going to. If I don't see anything immediately, I'm going to try and. Uh, I'm going to try and heighten senses. Okay. And see if I can. Um, well, I'll roll first and see what happens. A nine, partial success. Nine, partial success. So ask one question from below and take one forward. Okay, uh, so what I was going to ask, it's not on the list below, because I'm specifically not looking for a threat. Okay. I'm trying to sniff out Alexandria. Awesome. I feel like I would have her sent well enough at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, you, we'll call it that. So you're going to have one forward in finding her, and you've definitely got a trail of, of her coming in. I will say, since that's what you're looking for, 
you also pick up for the briefest moment this morning when you were leaving for school you caught the faint remnant of a scent okay around your home if you were if, if you remember from last session i do i do you're smelling that here okay and that even more just like hair on edge like muscles tight and tense and like eyes peel like you know when you see like a dog or a wolf that's like really freaked out and their eyes are wide like nostrils are flaring like trying to take in as much information the the, the lip almost tucks back yeah and... that's that's Kanan right now fuck yeah but I am mostly focused on following the scent to Alexandria I've clocked that other scent but Alexandria is the price. Do you communicate any of this to your mother? I tell her I smell Alexandria. Something else is here. I don't know what. Do you want me to find him? Yes. You haven't seen your mother turn in... I, I, have you ever seen your mother turn? It's been a long time because I, I used to go on hunts with them for animals. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, Caden realized that they don't enjoy doing that. Yeah. You, you give her that moment uh, or you say yes and she gives you a nod and... <sighs> You watch her swell, her bones crack, and her skin is taken by fur, and she pads off after the second scent, and you start following after Alexandra's. We're going to move from there. Uh, We're going to go to Jason. What are you up to? Oh, man. I get home, and I think I get back, and I... I'll, like, go down to the basement first and just, like, knock on the door and just listen. You don't... uh, Obviously, you don't hear Isla. Um, which I think you would know because she is going, yeah. she has her thing. You hear the slightest bit of like a whispered mutter um, coming from the other side of the door, but that's, you can't make any of it out. You just know that it's happening. You're aware that, that there's a Julian that's in there. I don't think you've yet to lay eyes on him. Did I? Not fully. Was there you a just po- saw him from the doorway. Okay. 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 That's fine. Yeah. I think I like kind of did like the, kept the door sort of that's halfway right. shut and sort of thing. So yeah. So the, uh, you hear that from the other side of the door. Are you doing anything? I think I'll leave it alone. Like I think about going in there, but I'm like, I, I didn't want to show me whatever was going on in there. So I'll just leave it for now. Um, and then I'll head back upstairs. Uh, as you come upstairs, you are greeted by your father. He says, Jason, I need you to come with me. Okay. Sure. He leads you up the stairs into sort of his office, his study, where you had recently uh, used his computer to look up stuff about Kane's aunt. Um, mm-hmm. And he sits down behind his desk and says, I need you to tell me everything about the job you just completed. Um, the, the the one with, with Shannon, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. You texted you text was... me that you were working on it. Did, was that completed? Right. Yes, it is done. Um, we I found her at uh, the Lucky Clover Grocery Mart in Jacobsville and what she like ran off but I caught up to her and finished the job. What did her file say leading up to you executing the job? I mean the the message stone that came in just said that she was a succubus set for termination. That's kind of what I acted on. You didn't do any other cursory research? Well I, I figured out where to find her and then that was it. Is there a problem with her? I asked you last night if you have uh, been thorough in your information gathering of your missions. Did I not? Yes. Well, had you followed through and looked up the information as you were supposed to, how I trained you to, you would have noticed this. And he turns his computer around. You see that her file is obliterated. It's almost like every line has, has been like redacted. It is just a, a jarble of, like, random characters, and nothing is legible. Huh. That's never happened before. My thoughts exactly, which is concerning. <clears throat> um, do, how does this even happen? Like, who has access to this system that would be able to do this? My thoughts exactly. And he gets up, and he sort of walks around his office... There is a lamp that is on in the corner of his study that he goes and he picks it up and he puts it into a drawer in one of the tables. I don't think things are running the way they should, son. (laughs) At the end of the day, that target I don't believe should have been your target. However, had you done the work as you were supposed to, this could have been brought to our attention earlier, and an innocent person may not have needed to die. Now we're going to clean this up. 
Jason is just does not respond. And we're going to move to Isla. Jesus Christ, dude. What the fuck, Zach? Zach, are you Um, trying to kill everyone today? You really ramped it up on everyone today. Oh, boy. Hey. You guys came for me at the beginning of this. Do you think I was going to hold Who's back out? No nothing. I we have been came a saint. you at the beginning of this, and in, in retaliation, you spent hours before this session pre-planning <laughs> horrific things that could happen. You're right. I did do that. He's that thorough in revenge. Yeah. Uh, I go, you know what? They're going to slight me today. They have a... And I'm glad that, that, that I put this. the work in to <laughs> fuck them. Uh, but yeah, so oh, Isla, man. you go to work. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. What a day. What a day. (laughs) Hello, Mark. Hey there, Miss Hart. You okay? Yes, just time for the show. All right. You need to hold LSD for a little bit, or? I would not mind that. Wonderful. They uh, pick an uh, LSD off of their shoulder, uh, and he hands it to you. Yeah, there, there you go. You have yourself a little, a little cuddle, some kitty purrs. Um, I'll, you know what? Why don't you just relax, have some water? I'm, a, I'll go get things set up for you. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, Isla. Uh, and uh, Mark uh, walks off to go get things prepped for the show. What are you doing to prep for the show? <laughs> Uh, trying not to think about what I heard. Um, <laughs> I don't think that there's any preparation. Just she wants to get this done. You want to get the you just get the show done for the day. I just want to go I home. Want to be, I want it to be over. Awesome. You start carrying LSD, make your way towards the uh, the booth. Mark's sitting there. Go. All right, everything's set. You sure you're good? I can take over for this if you'd like. Um, may, maybe for the last half, but I I want to do a little bit. Oh. All right. Well, hey, you just let me know when you want to tag out, and most definitely I'm in there. Sure. That's what the kids are saying. I'm in there, right? Yes. Nice. I'm in there. In in there. Yep. I'm I'm all up in there. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. So you make your way to the mic, and time comes for you to start the show. Uh, how does Isla do? She's a little shaky. She's a little off her game. A little off the game. I think. Okay. I think she. Is qu- is quiet, but does have a mishap where she like introduces a wrong song. She's just off her game. But at one point, it's almost the weekend, and uh, I know that I have been dogging this place for a while. But maybe with a larger crowd, we can really see how fun this place could really be. So. How about I take all of my equipment down to the Cipriano Family Fun Center and we do a little live broadcast. There'll be a party. You watch watch Mark's eyes like at the booth go and look at like the equipment go, we'll figure it out. out." We'll do uh, a celebration of the Ciprianos. A major family in town bringing business they deserve some recognition, right? So I say, next week, we'll all go down. But in the meantime, I do need to set it up. So maybe a Cipriano could reach out to me. Xavier, we're, I know we're close. So you have my number, I'm sure. I'm doing Haunting Melody. Is that where you, like, they, they bring you something? Yes, I'm trying to set it all up, all my one. demands. <clears throat> oh, it's very good. Holy shit. I'm throwing shit at y'all, and you all are just like, nah. Oh, you ain't gonna keep me down. By the skin of my teeth, I got a 10. You got a 10? Fuck yeah. So I got three. I get to choose three. So. All right. So, yeah, choose three. Fuck. Yeah. So I think the crowd goes to where you tell them afterward. But I'd like to push that back a week to the party. I'm totally totally here for that. Okay, great. And then um, the crowd brings you someone you named to you. So Xavier. So Xavier. Okay. Hmm. And then I'd like to gain a string on Salvatore Cipriano, please. Oh, boy. Someone in the crowd gives you a string. You know what? I'm here for it. You take that string. I will. Thank you. You take that string up. Let's go. 
Fantastic. So yeah, you do. Uh, do you end up uh, tagging Mark in? Yeah, I'll let him do the last half. Awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. You you sort of as you're leaving the studio, you go. Hey everybody, this here is Mark Dantes with the Deep. Not a three point five. He's so cute. Playing today's hip music for all you uh, hip and happening teens out there. <laughs> here is this feller named Eminem. And, uh, and uh, he, he, he plays, I think, Love, Love the Way You Lie, I think, came out somewhat around this time, probably. I will check as, as your so. residential DJ. Yes. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 2010. 2010, fuck. Um, some Eminem tune plays. <laughs> Slim lose yourself. Shady. It's always lose yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Do, 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 yeah, do, I like Lose do, Yourself, do, do, sure. Do, do, do. Lose yourself in these sultry tunes. <laughs> <laughs> sultry is the first thing I think of when I think <laughs> I of Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what a you choice. You know Mark's hey. never listened to Eminem. I don't know if you've realized this, but Mark is a little out of touch. Mark <laughs> thinks that Eminem is the candy. Fucking hell. Awesome. <laughs> so, you skedad, uh, are you heading anywhere specific after this, or... I will head to the convenience store, gas station, whatever it was. Awesome. Cool. So you you start heading over that direction. Do I want to go to Avery? Do I want to go to Canaan? Because there's a lot going on with Canaan right now. Yeah, you know what? We did that with Isla earlier. We're going to pop back to Canaan real fast. So Canaan, you uh, are trucking through this, um, through this warehouse following the scent. You come into a, a, a room. You have there's another sort of one of those big sliding doors that you easily sort of uh, handle out of the way, um, and you see a figure in a chair, hands tied behind the back, and a bag over their head, wearing the clothes that you saw Alexandria in earlier today. Beeline straight to her. Awesome. Say so you uh, run up towards the figure, take the bag off the head. Mm-hmm. You see Alexandria, like cheeks stained with tears, hair kind of all over the place. Kaden, oh my god, what is going on? I don't know. It's gonna be okay. I'm okay. here. My mom's here to help us as well. I'm gonna get you out of here, okay? And then okay. I'm gonna try and um. I don't know if this is a thing I can do. Can I like one claw to like cut? Oh, the rope? definitely. I have okay. no problem. Yeah, you sort of. Th- Flick uh, the one out and rake it through the ropes that are behind her, her hands, and she's free. And she gets up and gives you a, a, just a huge, a huge hug. Yeah, I give her a huge squeeze back to um, almost to the point of like somewhat relief to like forgetting where I am. Like, oh, good, but kind of like come back to my senses. Like, uh, oh, we're not out of the woods yet, and I'm immediately gonna look for like a window or something or another door to escape out of. So, yeah, so your head starts to go around. Alexandra is still clinging to the front of you. You're feeling this tight hug, this moment of relief as you've got this person that you came here to try and take care of. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's it's nice and you feel reassured. And then you feel a burning. I like, I, do, I feel it like from her? You're feeling or? it in your gut. A I burning immediately like- that you have felt only once in your entire life. Your family has an archaic tradition. When the wolves of the Talbot family become 13 years of age, you are sat down. You, in this pain, flash back to a moment where your father sits you down at your kitchen table and brings out an ancient-looking chest. He takes an iron key out of his pocket and he places it into this chest, turns it, and the lid opens. He retrieves from an an object wrapped in blue fabric, being very careful as to not open it, and he very quickly rests the bottom of it in his hand, and he unfolds the edges, and you see a clump of silver. Wolves fear this above all, because it is something that will tear you apart. And to know why you fear this, at the age of 13, all Talbots need to feel what they fear. And you're instructed to take your finger and nearly place it on this small ingot of silver. And it burns. And as you hearken back to this burn, you're pulled back to something magnified by a thousand. As it's not just a pinprick, it is an entire blade that is sheathed in your gut. 
I like pull back and I like look down. And you watch her look you in the eye in horror and sorrow, but with purpose and duty. And tears are running down her face as she says, I am so sorry, but I have to do this. Your family is a threat to his glory. And as much as I truly like you, we can't have you stand in our way. Kanan, like, looks down at the at the knife and is, like, looking back and forth and, like, hearing her but not quite processing and just kind of, No! And darkest self. I'm in it. Kanan is wolfing out completely. Fuck yes! And I'm going to try and, like pull the knife out and like throw it as as I'm doing it like throw it as far away from me as I can and with that same hand I'm I'm coming down with a swipe against her lash out physically bud <laughs> yeah what yep, what is yep, this yep, game yep, yep, yep. oh my god um, oh, uh, by the way, take two harm from the dagger in your gut by two, the way. I figured okay. I'm so uh, sweaty what man it was okay. a sweaty game. Zach said, Monster Hearts. Hey, no I joke. look, I, I was saying this to Kanan, uh, uh, I called you Kanan, to Marcus before the game began. This week, both my MCs uh, turned up the heat on me um, so much. And I was like, I've got, you know what? I've got to. I've got to bring the heat. So uh, I did. 15. 15. <gasps> Holy 15? Oh How did you get a 15? She's I dead. have a. I have a two to volatile already, and then I had a forward from my heightened senses before. You did. Bye-bye. Uh, 15. God damn. You rake your claws down on her, and she... You hear the dagger ping, 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 skitter on the stone floor as she sits there flat on the ground, blood starting to pool around her. <laughs> You hear from the door you opened to come in here. Kanan, what are you doing here? And you turn around to see your aunt standing. And she says, you can't. You can't be here right now. What did you do? I didn't. I swear I didn't do anything. Just listen to me, okay? And you look at your aunt and you see in her eyes not the the arrogance and the the predatory look you saw in her before but instead you see fear like ghosts from decades have finally caught up to her and she goes this town isn't what it seems people like your friend on the ground there they we need to go and i promise i will tell you everything but we need to go is it just you here please tell me it's just you here and kanan like still wolfed out is breathing real heavy (sighs) mom's here too And Kanan, like, looks down at the body, she, looks up at her. It's not a body yet. She's still bleeding, and she's still breathing. Shallowly, but she's still alive. Kanan, like, drops to all fours and, like, gets right in her ear, assuming she can still hear me, and it says, I'm going to let you go this time because I truly cared for you. But if I ever see you again... I will be the last thing you see. And then I bound off. Awesome. You bound off and you leave Alexandria bleeding on the ground. Okay. So you bound off towards your mother. As you start going, your aunt is in close tow behind you. We're going to move on. Oh uh, Avery. <laughs> I, <laughs> I drive in my Oldsmobile as if nothing's wrong in the entire town of Harborvale. <laughs> cool. So you drive. No, I, home? I'm actually flying. Um, All right, cool. But the sentence is still there. Yeah, I go home. All right, so you go home. You land just. Uh, I'm assuming in the, the the back of the house and unshift and come around the front. You open the door. The house seems quiet. I walk straight to Grandma's bar and I make myself a drink. What do you make? I don't know. I, I'm not a mixologist, um, and the only other experience I have with someone being a mixologist is Forever Soup, and I'm afraid of that right now. <laughs> that that would not be me pursuing what I want. <laughs> so you stick to a cocktail where the ingredients are in the name. Yeah, sure. Something like a gin and tonic. 
or like a rum and coke. Yeah, that. I don't think your grandma's gonna have coke on her on her little bar. But no. You make something simple. Okay. And then yeah, I'll I'll just go looking for Granny. So you start walking up the stairs. You hear a thud mm-hmm. coming from the attic above you. As you get to the top, you notice that the collapsible stair that would lead up to your attic is unfurled. Um, I'll try to climb it with my glass. Yeah, so it's, it's, not, it's not that okay. right. It's not super steep. It's a thing that you can like sort of one hand and, and step up. Cool. Yeah. So I'm climbing up to this attic where nothing bad has happened or will happen. Yeah, that. Awesome. So you you walk upstairs, mm-hmm. and within a few moments of getting your grandmother is on the floor. Uh, I'm sprinting forward, a drink on the ground. It's awesome. You hear the the of glass hitting the 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 old floorboards of the attic. You get to your grandmother. She is alive. She is unconscious, and you notice sort of a through her clothes. It looks like a barb is stuck into one of her shoulders. Grandma, 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 can you hear me? Grandma, it's it's me. I'm here. Are you okay? Every what what happened? It's still here. You hear between the boxes and the furniture that is in your attic. Okay. What sounds like hard, pointed feet striking wood in quick succession. Um, I I turn uh to try and like seize as anything. You see um as the light the light in here it only breaks through uh, you, have you ever seen, like, an old house where, like, it doesn't have a window in the attic, but it's, like, that board with, like, the slats in it? Yeah. So there are just uh, small segments, beams of light that are coming through this sort of slotted board that you catch what looks like small chitinous legs sort of sitting there. One kind of clicks against the floor. I, I will say right off the back for Nicole, not spider legs. Thank you. <laughs> not spider legs. Chitinous, not the sort of uh, uh, fleshy exoskeleton. Mm-hmm. Almost like a, like, like, like a crab's legs or something uh, along those lines. Very crustaceous. But you don't see the, the form of it, just sort of the legs that are standing there, one sort of clicking against the, the, the wood of the, the attic. Get, um, get, get out of here. I, I can't. No, not you. And <laughs> it. <laughs> Shut up, girl. Lobster with a gun. <laughs> You only hear it's it. What sounds like it's a high pitched, almost trill, kind of like a like more like a dolphin or an, an orca. That sort of like high frequency. That's like a very quick repeat. Like between that and like sort of Perry the platypus is like you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That sort of well, thank sound. you for taking all, all of hear. the fear out of this <laughs> moment. Perry, Perry the platypus. <laughs> I can't do the sound because I can't hold my tongue. But anyway. Uh, so it, yeah, you you say get out, and you don't hear anything. You just hear the. I'm not. <clears throat> I'm not going to ask you again. I can hurt you, and I will get out of my house. You hear. As this thing begins to reveal itself from behind whatever furniture piece it was, you see this horrid amalgamation of sea life. Its legs, crustaceous, as you sort of got a glimpse of, crab-like, meeting almost like like a, like a turtle-esque body, but not quite its tail long, eel-like, its head almost a full cuttlefish, and it just sits at you, looking at, sort of bearing down, waiting to strike prey. You do not belong here. <laughs> and I'm going to use Nevermore. Okay. Um, I am going to lash out physically, but to confront someone with a nightmare. Okay. And this is a great time to point out uh, that my last advancement, I took the move Bust of Palace, which lets me use dark and volatile interchangeably. Ooh, there you go. You are dark. I am a dark bitch, so I'm going to use dark here to try and confront this mother frickin' fracker with a nightmare. (laughs) And I hope it works. No! You've gotta be kidding me! Did you fail? Okay, well, there's a fail condition on this. Shit. Shit, shit, shit. Awesome. Uh, There is a fail condition on it. Give me a moment. Uh So, never more. Let's see. So on failure, you accidentally show them your own nightmare, and they get a string on you. (laughs) 
You don't feel as though this thing got a string on you, but that something else did. Of course. You sit there and you try to will your gift. You try to will the raven at this thing, but you don't sense any sort of consciousness. This thing is animalistic, and it... And it... And with every shuffle, it gets closer and closer to you. What are you doing? Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to old-fashion this. Um, any sort of long, sharp, or blunt object here. Awesome, so you're looking around. Uh, roll to keep your cool while you're looking around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, things are a little scary. Uh, do we want to talk about what nightmare they got shown? Oh, uh, oh yeah! They oh, see fuck. my yeah, nightmare. They, they accidentally show them your own nightmare. Yeah, yeah. what nightmare does whatever, whatever see? Um, so I think uh, I think this whatever sees Avery walking through downtown Harbor Vale, and people are crossing the street to get away from her, or closing doors as she's walking by, whispering. Uh, pointing, um, calling like names like like home wrecker or or life ruiner that that kind of stuff being like thrown at her as she is walking through Harborville completely alone. Noted. And so my cool roll eleven. Eleven. Awesome. So you go like leaping over boxes and furniture looking for something, anything to use. You find an old like fireplace set, like the classic fucking, like, poker mm-hmm. thing that you brandish, um, and you've got yourself a weapon. Are you lashing out? I am. Awesome. Go ahead. And I get to do so you with can, dark. You can do that with dark. Yeah. Right, do Hopefully it. it works this time. Fingers fucking crossed. Oh my god! Did you fail again? Oh my god! <laughs> Holy cow, babe. This thing, you tried to take a swing at it, and it lurches up, and we're gonna cut away. It's been nice knowing you all. So, yeah, Jason, you are up in your father's study, a revelation being just made. Yeah, and I think Jason is still just, like, like blank for a second. He's just like, what do you mean the system does, isn't working? I've suspected for a time that the home office is compromised. How do you suspect that for a time? How long have you been suspecting that? Jason, when things are so... If I take sand from this beach just down the road, and I take sand from a beach on the other coast, and I put them both in a bottle and I shake them, it takes time to separate the two. And what has tainted our organization is systemic at this point. But... But you still, you still know that you have a bottle of sand. You couldn't tell me that there was a bottle of sand here? That there was... I didn't tell you there was a bottle of sand, but I gave you the tools and the methodology to figure out which sand was the... I've lost the analogy we're trying to say here. I would hope that you would have heeded your lessons and done the work, Jason. I'm... I... I get that, Okay. I fucked that up. I get it. I get that. You, when we're doing this kind of work, you can't not tell me when something is wrong. That's like, this is, I don't need to tell you how important and how dangerous this is. I can't not know that there's an issue if I'm doing this kind of stuff. I understand that what we do is very dangerous. However, you're still very new to this. And as far as I'm aware, Jason, your friends, who frankly should know of our profession, know of your profession, my inklings on what have been happening, I have done my best to keep as low profile as possible. So although I didn't tell you what I suspected to be happening, I would hope that you would have followed the lessons and been able to interpret whether or not the job we were doing was just or if it was part of whatever plan is happening. I know, and his facade softens. I understand that what you're probably feeling right now is tremendous. And I would not wish this on anyone, what I'm sure you're feeling right now. And that is why I have tried to take this to take care of this myself as much as I can. Perhaps you're right. I should have told you. I'm sorry. Oh, great. We're both sorry. Shannon is 
a little bit more than sorry now because I opened a rock and did what it told me to do like I've done plenty of times before because I didn't know that these needed to be fact-checked. I thought that was a pretty airtight thing. Like the detail, the research was supposed to be for me preparing to do it, not for if it was to be done. When dealing with people's lives, you should always double check. Every time. There's nothing to be done about it now. It's done. And I'm not sure what needs to happen next, but I would hope that you would help me set this right. Just... If I'm going to do anything else, I need to be in the loop. Understood. What has happening next is you and I. That's it. Your mother knows that I've had some suspicions, but since she was pushed out, I've done my best to keep details sparse with her. Fine. Okay. Fine. When I formulate next steps, I will let you know. Great. And Jason's just going to walk into the outfit and go back to his room. I'm a bad father. (laughs) (laughs) Air horns. I'm going to shake that one off. I felt felt icky. Me, Zach, who has a significant amount of father issues, felt really icky. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Awesome. Uh, Isla. Mm -hmm. All right. Remind me where you're off to. Don't say that. (laughs) Because a lot has happened since we came back. I'm at the convenience store. You go to the convenience store, yes. Xavier. Oh, for Xavier, awesome. Oh, did you? Were you asking them to like come, like come to you, or were you just asking to give them a call? Because you were like, you probably have my number, Xavier. Are you asking him to like show up? Let's say that the call happened, and I told him to meet there. Yeah, yeah. He likes you to text. Was like, what up? You need me? And 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 you arrange a meeting. And uh, so yeah, you get there. Xavier arrives. Hey, Hart, how's it going? Good now, Xavier. See, the flirting's back. Who said I was flirting? I don't know. It's just like... Are you projecting a little bit? I don't know, maybe. Bridget was laying it on very thick earlier. Bridget? Yeah, no, it just came out of nowhere, but you know, I'm fine with it. Hmm, okay. Bridget. So what do you need? You, like, call, asked over the radio. Yeah, I just wondered if you maybe wanted to help me plan a little shindig at your place. Meaning the business place. The business place, mm-hmm. like oh yeah, because you were talking about like doing like a like a in the field sort of thing, right? Yeah, doesn't that sound fun? That sounds fun. Does the station have a van? No, they have like a news van or something. Um, I didn't check that. Cool. Yeah, we'll figure something out. I'm um, sure. Yeah, no, I think that be that could be pretty cool. Yeah, new shows kind of taking off. You know, could bring some you know some maybe some people you know from the neighboring you know uh, uh, towns you know in, in for you know some extra business and stuff and. Yeah. Quite a businessman, thinking. Yeah, no, I just um, I uh, help my dad with the books and stuff. You do. Yeah, yeah, no, just um, I, my my mom used to help with all that stuff, and then um, the divorce. So. Mm. So you're gonna take over the family business? I don't think so. No. No, that's his thing. What do you want to do, Xavier? Your biggest dream. Well, uh, I want to be like Banksy. You're an artist. I mean, you know. Well, have you seen your work around? I mean, it's possible. Like, have you seen the uh, the billboard on seventy third? I have. That's quite yeah. impressive. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I've been really working on it. Yeah. Are you busy tonight? No. Well, we are at a store. I'm sure we could find some spray paint or something. Your artistic medium. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to go? T- you want to go tag it? Sure. Yeah. Let's paint this town red, Xavier. I'm, 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 I'm like sitting here curious. I'm like, is this a turn on? Or uh, I mean, we're not gonna screw right in the middle of this. But yeah, we can turn on. Oh, all right, roll the turn on. Fuck yeah. A nine. A nine. Awesome. So he chooses to either give you a strength. Yeah, he's gonna. Uh, you you really talk him into it. He's just gonna promise you something uh, that he thinks you wants, and that is to see a professional tagger in uh, at, at just in in his prime. So he loads up a you know one of those little grocery dollies. What's a, not the dolly? The little bag. The the basket guy. That's the word. Fucking hell. And uh, with some spray can, spray paint cans, and uh, yeah, you go to literally paint the. Yeah, I picture the montage of us wreaking havoc in the convenience store, but Mm -hmm. really cutely. Oh yeah, Kai's like, come on, guys. Guys, can you guys? Can we please just move this? Kai's a little is a is a little hiccup. (laughs) 
I've I've realized. You just gestured to all of me. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you take off uh, to go and spray paint some shit. I love that. <laughs> In the midst of... Uh, I just saw a monster. Let's go spray paint some shit. Oh, God. maybe the monster will make an appearance. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Uh, awesome. <laughs> Let's uh, spray paint the sewers. You go first. <laughs> so now that you mention it. Uh, hmm. So you take off with uh, with Xavier, Kanan. So you're a wolf. Your yeah. mom's a wolf. Uh, you're hunting someone. Your aunt is right behind you, uh, and your kind of girlfriend is bleeding out uh, in the room behind you. Uh, former, former. It's yeah, the, you definitely the, the the blade to the gut was definitely uh, the terms yeah. of the breakup. Yeah. That's a deal breaker. It's for kind me. of a deal breaker. It's yeah. Stabbing me in the gut with a silver blade. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, but I am sniffing out that other scent, though. Awesome. Well, yeah, well, you rolled me heightened senses one more time. I will do that. Six. Six. That's a big fail. Yeah. Yeah, you... I'm flustered. Yeah, you're a little flustered. You are you kind of get a little turned around uh, just sort of in the, the buildings for a bit. Uh, so, yeah, mark experience there. I think after a bit, you with the fail, it takes you a while to figure out where they're at. So much so that when you walk in, you see a figure who is standing over your mom with a crossbow. I'm, no thought, running straight at him. Roll the lash up physically. Yeah, I'm rolling straight at this fuck. Ah, boy. I'm sorry, I forgot what I rolled that That with. is volatile. Volatile, that's what I thought. Nine partial success. That is a partial success. So, so on a seven nine, uh, you harm them, but you choose one. They learn something about your true nature and gain a string on you. The MC decides how bad the harm turns out, or you become your darkest self. You're already your darkest self, so you can't really get there. Yeah. Uh, so, which of the two? It was string, and what was the other thing? So they learn something about your true nature, and they gain a string on you, or you let me decide how badly the harm turns out. Uh, I will let you decide. That's a, dang- that's a dangerous option. I, I know. After, I know. After tonight, I know. But we got to keep it feral. Hey, I, I, I feel like I broke your heart. I'll be nice. Uh, <laughs> so you go charging in, and you leap, and you, mid air, you grab the the front of his shirt, and the mm-hmm. claws just sink in. Like you're trying to like tackle him almost, just to get mm-hmm. him away from your mom, but you're forget like you have fucking claws in your and you just tear out like the base of like his clavicle and take him down he is like gurgling as blood is just pouring from the front of this man i kanan realizes that that's not what they meant to do but is just cool with it this and guy literally just like stands over this guy like blood on his yeah. hands and he's just <sighs> licks his fingers the blood off and just goes don't you touch my family and uh, then i spit his own blood in his fucking face he and he's like trying to put pressure on the on the wound long enough and he looks at you and he's smiling he says oh your time will come peace be unto him I, I finish him. Okay, oh, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, no, I, he finishes bleeding out. I, and then I immediately check on my mom. Like, is she alive? Yeah, you check on your mom. She has in uh, one of the crossbow bolts, like, in her shoulder, but it's not, like, anywhere vital. So she's mm-hmm. she's going to fucking hurt for a long time. What is the condition for you getting out of Darkest Self there, Kanan? Uh, condition for me getting out of Darkest Self is I either, if I hurt someone I really care about, or Sunrise. Oh, there you go. All right, you're fine. You're still you're still all wolfed out. Uh, and uh, so yeah, your your mom is fine. Uh, is th- sitting there wolfed out. You watch your aunt come up and just like goes. I know it's just gonna hurt, babe, and just yanks it. You hear your mom let out a roar like nothing you have ever heard before, and you're in the room. Your mom a little a, an open wound on her shoulder, but she'll be fine. Uh, you got to get a little something on there because of the silver that was probably also on the the, the crossbow tips. I'm gonna rip that guy's own jacket or shirt or whatever and try to like oh like fashion my it. mom like a makeshift like a yeah. bind slash makeshift. Yeah, sling. he's got like a leather jacket on. You just tear one of the sleeves off 
Uh, and yeah, you wrap that around sort of the, the top of, of your mom's shoulder and kind of bind it. I look at my aunt and I'm like, help me get her out of here. We're parked out front. I got somewhere we can go. They, they can take care of this. And I like fish in my mom's pocket for the keys. Awesome. Toss them to my aunt and then I'm like kind of trying to shoulder pick up my mom. She kind of, yeah, she takes the, the other arm and, and helps you uh, out to the car. Uh, uh, there's a couple werewolves walking to the afternoon sun and she drives you off. <laughs> Avery, you attempted to lash out at this thing and it sprung up to you. This cuttlefish mouth, like as it opens, you see just along the, the like almost tentacles of this thing's mouth are just serrated teeth as it clings to your arm for a moment, but you manage to flick it off before whatever barb that it lays in your grandmother's shoulder ends up hitting you as well. What are you doing? Um, so it it's still on my arm. Yeah, you managed to like oh, flick I it, it off. off. Okay. It sort of, and as it comes off, it sort of rips a little bit. So take a point of harm for okay. me. <laughs> so your, your arm's got some long sort of dragged uh, uh, cuts. Remember my really bad trait of not healing harm? Um, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Didn't you heal it? Healed two. And I took another one since then because of blood draws. Oh, and yeah. I also just took another just now, so I'm at three. Um, <clears throat> in darkest self. That's not good. <laughs> I forgot you're in darkest self. Bye. Um, okay, so here's what Avery does right now. Okay. Um, I take this fire poker, and I'm not really going for like like a full on like uh, kill shot, I guess here, but more so just to like dis combobulate it a little bit so that I can get like a solid look at it because I'm gonna try I'm gonna try and reach out to whatever is beyond it okay. and I want to use quoth and okay. so I kind of take this fire poker and I'm just trying to like get it to look up at me so maybe like coming up from under its like chin area and just try to get it mm-hmm. to whatever eyes it has to look at me. Yeah. On the side of this sort of cuttlefish head, you see two just bulbous eyes. So I, like, try to push that up a little bit. And I just look. I'm trying so hard to look past this creature, like, into whatever I felt take that string. And I just go, what are you afraid of? And I would like everyone to know here and at home that I have switched my dice. I am rolling with different dice now. <laughs> So, fingers crossed, everyone. That is an 11. An 11. So you're trying to ask whatever got the string on you moments ago what it's afraid of? I'm not asking this creature, because I know this creature isn't in charge. I'm looking through this creature's eyes to whatever is looking at me. So are you, like, like, fear as in, like, the all, like consuming fear or like more like are you trying to glean how best to kill the thing that's trying to kill you right now? No, I 100% want to know what's after me and how I can stop them um, The the beyond the creature. The creature, I'm going to have to f- figure it out as we go. But Awesome. You uh, reach out to it uh, and you sort of your vision almost through the eyes of this thing down this strange tunnel of writhing energy almost Mm -hmm. into like it's this almost a vacuumous space I guess I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it it's dark and it's cold and it's 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 wet very um the space that like um 11 goes to in uh stranger things Mm -hmm. um and you get a glimpse of yourself. It's you, and it's very much sort of like a, a Avatar of the Last Airbender, where it's you, and it's your grandma, and it's her grandma. And you watch this image of the Sullivan line as it just shrivels back and forth, uh, back and back and back, every raven that has existed in your line. Okay, okay. And it, and you, and you are back in this moment of fight or flight. Um, I'm going to take the fire poker that's kind of aimed at like the chin area and I'm going to go for it. Like actually lash out this time and just try right. and, like jugular of this. You're going for it. Right. Yeah. Hey babe, you got this. Roll good. I hope so. I get to roll dark <laughs> and I'm rolling with my new, my new dice. So fingers crossed. I'm, I can't even look guys. Nine. Nine. It's very good. That is a partial. So you deal harm. What is your decision? Uh, you are also in darkest self. 
So I am in darkest self. Um, remind me real quick. So uh, uh, they get a glimpse of your true mm-hmm. nature, and they get a string on you, or you let me decide how badly the harm turns out. <laughs> I'm gonna go with true nature because it would make cool. Avery, it would it, nothing would make Avery happier than for this person who's afraid of her to know what she's capable of. Wonderful. So that's another string? Yeah. That that part's not as fun, but... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so you do this, and you watch this creature, not itself, but like almost by proxy, become fright. And so you stick this thing into it, and it gets a glimpse of you, the true you, what lies behind the flesh itself, and it rips its like through it like you've got this poker in the ground and it tears its own flesh away to get out of this Ooh. thing as it and blasts through that board that sits in the 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 wall of your attic and is gone i am immediately to Graham. i leave the fire poker in the ground where it was and i'm yeah it's it's sitting there and I am too, Grandma. Grandma, Grandma, we need to go now. I need to get you to the hospital now. Go, just call an ambulance. Right, and we could she, do that. Um, she call. She uh, reaches out for your hand. Um, and one second, one second, one second, one second, one second. Is he coming? I'm scared. Is he? Co- Is there a prop? Did he roll snake eyes at all? Oh my god! Oh, a notes. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, the joys of marriage. Jesus Christ! And she puts that in your hand. <sighs> for for our listeners at home, yeah. This- <laughs> uh, Zach just ran out of his Zoom window for a while, popped up in uh, in Nicole's, and threw her physical note into her recording setup. Yep, <laughs> that is what happened. And uh, so she sits there and she says. Uh, Hands you that goes just, just in case. No, 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 no. Hey, 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 hey. We're fine. We're fine. And I'm like phone on the ground, speed, like calling nine one one as fast as I can. And I'm like putting pressure on the wound where the, the barb thing is. Like it's he fine. Goes, oh, that's. Terrible. I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Um, you're talking so fast. <sighs> um. You're okay. You're 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 gonna be okay. Um, and then I'm like yelling at nine one one, like my address and everything. I'm like screaming at them. Awesome. So within a few moments, uh, not moments, but like within a couple of minutes, the you, you start to hear the sirens coming from around the block. Mm-hmm. Your grandmother is loaded into an ambulance and taken to the hospital. You are uh, left to to go and meet her. Um, across the town, Canaan, you and your aunt and your wounded mother jet via car down the street and stop outside of a familiar home, that of your friend Jason. Jason, you sit uh, in your room, frustrated and scared and angry at your father, and you don't know what comes next. Isla, you sit there heading out into the night with the child of your greatest enemy, trying to lure him into a sense of familiarity as uh, to pull him in as a, a pawn in whatever game you're trying to play. And our camera pulls back and up, streaking through the thunder and rain above Harbor Vale, coming to a crawl on the beach. We watch the waves come in and out, in and out. With each repetition, the waves break against the sand less and less, the tide seeming to pull out farther and farther. Our vision goes black. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of These Silent Secrets. Like always, if you want to support the show, there are a bunch of ways to do that. One of the easiest ways is just to like, review, and uh, subscribe to our show. It takes you a couple minutes. And it does a large help in boosting our show. So we'd very much appreciate it. Another super easy way, tell a friend about us. You know, I yak my friend's ears off about the shit that I'm listening to all the time. Now, if you tell a whole bunch of friends about us, we can make a fantastic fan chorus. And then we can sing some big operatic tunes that then Nicole can record and use in the show you know it's a bit of a pipe dream but i think that we can do it gang just you know if we put our minds to it 
Furthermore, if you want to support the show financially, you can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia. There you can subscribe to us monthly at a bunch of different tiers, get some awesome rewards for yourself, like being able to chat with us in a private Discord server, all the way up to an awesome exclusive mug club. And you can also check out our merch store at tpublic.com slash stores slash ghostlight. I uh, get some awesome TSS merch as well as merch for all the other shows on the Ghostlight Media Network. Furthermore, you can check us out all over social media. Check out our website at thesesilentsecrets.com, on TikTok at thesesilentsecrets, or on Twitter at silentsecretpod. You can find us each individually online, Nicole at Nicole Voice, Marcus at Marcus RVO, Mariah at underscore Mariah Clausen, Freddie at Freddie underscore Pow Pow, and myself at that guy Zach Rob. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode, but until then, may your secrets stay hidden, and if you have the power to use physical props for your players, by all means, do it, even if it scares the bejesus out of it. Sorry, Nicole! This has been a Ghost Light Media Production.